1: Hi, it's Jennifer, a founder of the Go Kid Go Network. Do your kids love wacky worlds, superheroes, and inventing? Of course they do. That's why our shows, Bobby Wonder and Lucy Wow, are set in Pflugerville, the nonstop fun and adventure universe where imagination, creativity, STEM, and positive role models abound. Join the Pflugerville fun by searching for Bobby Wonder and Lucy Wow on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: been traveling for a few days now. I'm making my way towards the town of Runswick, and I'm almost there. Of course, I said that to myself yesterday. But I knew I was lying then. The Mountain Moon Road is a popular travel route to this town, especially for those with horses or wheels. By wheels, I mostly mean carriages and trailers. But, I did once see a mage with the coolest wheeled chair just absolutely zooming down it. It's wide and flat and usually the safest route for travel. I took a shortcut from Pigsmire that skipped most of the road, but the last leg of my journey takes me down it. As I survey my path, I notice someone else on an outlook above the road. I wonder where they're headed. If they're going towards Runswick, maybe I'll have a travel buddy. We both look over as a carriage comes into view, making its way along the road. It's a beautiful teal color with a crest painted on the side in white. The carriage runs smoothly, pulled by two horses being directed by some sort of guard seated in front. Looks like it's a Lord's carriage. I know there's a castle nearby, wonder if it's his. Hang on, what happened to the person on the Outlook? Oh, how are they already down here? And why are they running at the carriage? Oh, oh, it's a bandit. They're gonna rob the carriage. I watch as the bandit gets to the carriage. They hop up and in a swift move, knock the guard on the ground. Before she can do anything, they've already tossed her weapons away. Wow, they're sneaky. And fast. I sprint down the hill. By the time I get near, the bandit has already tied up the driver. Whoever's inside the carriage seems to have taken the cower-in-fear approach. Alright. The bandit is interrogating them when I walk up. I don't think to draw my sword, but I'm holding my dagger out in what I hope is a threatening manner. Hey. Hey. Hey, what's going on?
1: I am under attack
0: by this ruffian! I can see that. I was talking to the, er,
2: ruffian. Ruffian? (laughs) Excuse me? He was the one who sent thugs to steal from me! They raided my shop in the dead of night and stole almost all the weapons from it! Did you really do that?
1: Uh, Of course not.
2: (laughs) You liar! I know it was you. I wasn't able to stop your thieves, but I followed them, and the thugs delivered their stolen wares to a carriage with your seal on it. This very carriage, in fact.
1: That could have been my brother. His
2: carriages share our
1: family seal.
2: Your driver is armed with one of the weapons you stole. Rather, was armed. Look, see my stamp on the blade? This is my handiwork. Nothing to say to that, huh? I make only the best swords, and I work hard to do it. I can't believe you would undermine months of work. You, who could easily afford the price of all the wares in my shop? The audacity! You would rather pay low-life thugs to steal goods than a blacksmith. The bandit who made takes the Lord's silence as an
0: opportunity to continue berating him. I'm thinking about how compelling this bandit's argument is. They seem to be telling the truth. At any rate, the Lord is a terrible liar. Even if the bandit's information is wrong, they're not hurting the Lord. Just yelling at him. I'm still considering who I should help when the Lord goes for a dagger hidden in his coat. The bandit is too caught up in their lecturing to notice, but before the Lord can do anything, I wrest the dagger away. Well... I know who I'm helping now. Well caught, adventurer. You know
2: what? I'm on your side. Call me Ryan. I'm Scout. I believe you've saved
1: my life. You tried to attack them. With a dagger. I can't believe it. This was not part of our arrangement. Neither was getting tied up. What kind of shoddy hired sword are you? I'd rather get tied up instead of harming someone you stole from.
2: I like her. So what are you going to do with him? I'm going to hold this no good lord hostage until I recover my weapons. And payment for my time here. Aren't you worried about more thugs being sent after you? (laughs) (laughs) They won't catch us by surprise a second time. Fair enough. Are you heading back to your shop then? Yep, it's up the road at
0: Ashwald Village. I'm actually headed that way too. Do you want help? Uh... Babysitting?
2: Uh, uh,
1: I'm not a child.
2: Oh, shut it.
1: And what should I do with you? With your permission, I could go back to the Lord's Keep and inform his family of the ransom. It will get you your payment much faster.
2: How do I know you won't follow and attack me? I'm done working for this...
1: this... jerk! (gasps) Traitor! Sure, whatever. I don't work for thieves. I set out to do honest work, and I'm certainly not stopping now.
2: Okay. Yeah. I'll untie you.
1: Please take this sword back. I've learned that my weapon belongs to you. I do not feel comfortable using stolen wares. Do you have anything to protect yourself with? Merely my fists. But they can do some damage. Why don't you keep the sword? Consider
2: it payment for delivering the ransom message, and consider it a bribe for not killing us now that you're
1: free. You have my word that I will deliver the message. And... and not kill you. Thanks. I'm a big fan of
0: not dying. The guard accepts the sword from the bandit, and the two of them work out the details of the ransom terms, away from earshot of the Lord. I glare at him while he pouts. He does quite the pout. Soon the guard is on her way down the path with one of the horses. The Lord is tied up in his carriage, and Scout and I are walking beside the horse pulling it. Despite the uh bad vibes we're getting from our hostage, It's easy traveling. I'm learning a lot about Scout. They've been training as a blacksmith since they were a teen. With the exception of a few years traveling through towns to learn more of the art, they've lived in Ashwald their whole life. Scout also has a partner who I can tell they're absolutely smitten with. Her name is Marissa, and she sounds stunning. Scout is also learning some things about me. Or my sword, at least.
2: Hey, out of curiosity, why do you have a sword tied to your back? I don't have a scabbard. Who buys a sword and not a scabbard?
0: I didn't buy it. Who steals a sword and not a scabbard? Didn't steal it either.
2: Then, how'd you get it? I pulled it out of a rock. <laughs> Long story. The craftsmanship of the blade is simply superb. That's a good sword you have there. Be sure you take care of it. Thanks. It's growing on me. I may have an extra scabbard I could give you, as thanks for your assistance. It would be a shame to leave this blade exposed to the elements. That would be great. Thank you.
0: It turns out I got my travel buddy after all. They ask to hear the story of the sword, so I tell it, with only a few embellishments. Just a little. It's my only cool story, and I want to look good. We switch off telling stories along the way, and get to the town before we know it. I go with Scout to their shop, and also get to meet Marissa. She insists I stay for dinner. Scout also gives me a scabbard, as promised, and it's absolutely beautiful. I can't stay long, since I've still got to get to Runswick, but you bet I stay through dessert. Marissa even makes some for the Lord, though he doesn't get to sit around the table with the rest of us. Ha. I'm a little sad that I've got to head out without knowing for sure if Scout gets paid, but something tells me they will. I don't think that guard will take no for an answer. Thank you for side questing with us. This episode, Travel Buddy, was written and produced by Tal Munir. The voice of Scout was Sterling Ray. The Lord was voiced by Brandon Jenkins, and the guard was voiced by Jonah. The voice of Ryan was Tau Maneer. A big thanks to Ilya for supporting this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, consider leaving us a review. It'll help other people find this podcast, and you'll also make my day. If you didn't enjoy this episode, no need to leave a review. Don't worry about it.
1: is an important part of our lives not only do we need it to be strong and healthy but it can be a way we connect with others like when you're sitting around the dinner table with friends or family so what happens when someone commits a food crime food crimes are things like sneaking halloween candy before school with a sibling or making dessert that only you like even when the whole family was looking forward to dessert There are two sides to every story, so when a food crime is committed, we simply have to hear the whole truth. And in the show Food Crimes, you can listen as real kids bring their real stories to the food court. They explain the crime in question and make their case to the judge. So if you'd like to see if justice is served, be sure to listen to Food Crimes wherever you listen to podcasts.